Listener Production. Australia Today's Morning Agenda. Morning, Madeline Palmer filling in for Natasha Belling. Let's check what's making headlines this Wednesday, the 6th of July. First, in breaking news overnight, Nick Kyrgios has been charged with common assault over an alleged incident with his ex. The Aussie tennis star will front court in Canberra once his run at Wimbledon ends. He's refused to comment when questioned by media overnight as he left a practice session. The Aussie faces Christian Garin for a spot at the Wimbledon semis tonight, the second time he made the final eight. Now to New South Wales, where the state emergency service has been stretched overnight, helping residents across the greater Sydney area amid the current flooding disaster. The SES has received more than 1,200 calls for assistance, mostly from people who've tried to drive through floodwaters. Uh, so we're still asking people never to drive through flood water because it puts our volunteers um, at risk. Uh, since the event began uh, last week, we've responded to close to 6,500 requests for assistance. SES spokesperson Andrea Cantle speaking there. The Hawkesbury River has risen to its highest level in over 40 years. More than 150 evacuation orders and warnings are still in place as the rain and storms move north. Meanwhile, the wild weather continues to hamper efforts to get a cargo ship back to port off Sydney's south coast. The ship has suffered an engine failure with 12 crew on board. Captain Philip Holliday has told 10 hopefully they'll have more success this morning. First, these challenging conditions. This will be difficult in benign weather conditions. Uh, so when you throw in the, the strong winds and the, and the high seas, it was a pretty challenging operation. But we find ourselves, uh, the vessel's under control. Uh, she's sitting safely at anchor at the moment. To the US now, officials believe the suspect of yesterday's shooting at a 4th of July parade in Chicago was planning the attack for weeks. Six people were killed and dozens injured when a gunman opened fire at a crowd at yesterday's Independence Day celebrations. Police Chief Christopher Cavelli says the 22-year-old suspect purchased the firearm locally and was in possession of multiple firearms when he was taken into custody yesterday. He also had other firearms that were recovered from a residence uh, that he was living in in Highwood. Criswell in his name? They were in his name. They were legally purchased. Back home again and the New Zealand PM is down under, hoping to get more Aussies to travel across the ditch with a new tourism campaign. Jacinta Ardern will also engage in the Australia-New Zealand leaders meeting today with trade and tourism set at the top of the agenda. And the vaccine regulator will today consider whether to roll out a fourth COVID vaccine for more Aussies. The fourth dose is currently only available to those over the age of 65, Indigenous Australians and the immunocompromised. Australian Medical Association Vice President Dr Chris Moy says Atagi is weighing up the options. Whether there is a benefit of having a fourth shot for a wider group of people and whether first up whether it will help them reduce the amount of severe disease in those people, but also making sure that there won't be any potential problems that could occur by having a fourth shot. 
Now let's check what's happening in your state with our reporters on the ground. The weather may have eased somewhat in Sydney, but it's now having a big impact in the Hunter with a number of evacuations overnight. Our reporter Hamish Finlay is in Newcastle. Hamish, what's it looking like today? The SES is now advising people around Maitland, Singleton and Raymond Terrace to prepare for possible isolation from floodwaters. The Hunter River at Singleton could hit the major flood level this afternoon. That could see inundation of areas like Glen Ridding, Dunnelly, Combo and Whittingham. There's minor flooding happening on the river through Maitlands, but the SES says they're preparing for it to hit the moderate level this afternoon. A number of evacuation centres have been set up overnight. While records have been broken along the Wollombi Brook, that's a river that flows past a number of the state's biggest coal mines. It's no stranger to flooding, but it is expected to hit the highest level recorded in 70 years this afternoon. And you might want to book a trip to Tassie for the food and wine or the wacky art, but how about a triathlon? The Apple Isle is preparing to host its first ever Ironman event. Our Hobart reporter Rachel Burke has the details. That's right, Hobart will be the backdrop for next year's Ironman 70.3 Tasmania event and the course has been released for the February 5 race. Athletes jumping off the iconic Brook Street Pier to start the swim leg, then tackling the highest vertical cycling course in Oceania before finishing on foot back in the city. More than 2,000 athletes and supporters are expected to head south and race director Jared Easley says it's a real destination race. It'll be the first time that an event of this nature has been brought down to Hobart specifically, but also Tasmania. Um, there's obviously a, a bit of a triathlon community down here, but but nothing to, to this scale as yet. So um, we're super excited. Now for the latest in business and finance news, we're joined by Effie Zahos, editor-at-large at Canstar. So, Effie, it's official. The RBA has increased the cash rate by 0.5% and says more rate hikes are on the way. Yeah, good morning, Maddie. It is pretty much what the market did expect. It took the cash rate to 1.35%. And as you point out, more are expected to come. But the, the sizing and timing here, they did make this pretty clear in their notes that it's going to be guided by the data that's coming through, most notably the labour market data and the inflation data. And that inflation data is coming out at the end of this month. So what does this mean now? Well, homeowners will see a if they've got a half a million dollar mortgage, they would see now that their repayments have increased in total by these three rate hikes by around $350 per month, that is. Now, there's a lot of talk out there that homeowners are ahead of their repayments, they've got buffers, they're able to handle these hikes. But let's unpack this. Somewhere they've got to find, a household has to find this $350, whether they're ahead or not. It's got to come from somewhere. But also the real pain is for first-home buyers now. They are feeling the pressure. Equifax data shows that a rear rate, that's 90 days or more for mortgages, have already begun to trend upwards for first-home buyers. And they're twice as likely to actually be in arrears. Now, how high will rates go? Well, that's going to come down to how the economy sustains these rate hikes and, frankly, how fast we stop spending. But the trouble here, Maddie, of course, is that this inflationary pressure is not just driven by demand, it's supply too. And this is the difficulty. We're using a tool, interest rates, essentially effective on demand. Banks are forecasting that we could end up with a cash rate to 2.35% by the end of this year, but financial markets are pricing in a 3% cash rate by the year's end. And look, Effie, this surprises me. New data sees Melbourne as the most affordable rental market. Either way, though, Australia's rental market continues to tighten, Effie. 
It, it really does. At a time when interest rates are rising, we're seeing record rental rates as well. And that's the low level of supply. That, that's causing the vacancy rates to dive and rents to rise across all capital cities. And as you just pointed out, Maddie, yes, Melbourne is now the cheapest place to rent. It replaced Adelaide as Australia's most affordable rental market, with a typical property renting about $480 per week there. Now, Adelaide's rents increased to $492 per week, and then you've got Perth at $515 per week. Brisbane is sitting at $547 per week, and Hobart is at $549 per week. Now, Canberra, well, that remains the country's most expensive rental market at $690 per week. It's actually ahead of Sydney by $47, and Darwin's sitting at $5. 65 per week. Now, these numbers here, Maddie, that you'd be able to service a mortgage of around 600000 So you can understand why some renters are keen to get off the renting treadmill. The Home Guarantee Scheme may go some way to helping renters jump into their own home. But the question is, is now the right time to be launching schemes that allow buyers to jump into the market with as little as 2%? With rates rising and property prices falling, negative equity is very real, but only if you're forced to sell. So, of course, the decision rests with the buyer, but do understand the pros and cons. Yeah, definitely. Thanks so much, Effie. Thank you. Time for sport now with Brett Thomas and Brett Novak Djokovic pulled an epic comeback at Wimbledon overnight. Yes, good morning, Maddie. That's right, facing Yannick Sinner, the rising Italian tennis star who had a two-sets-to-love lead against the top seed at the tournament. But Novak, as he has done so many times before at Wimbledon, stormed back. He is the defending champion, uh, looking to equal Pete Sampras's seven Wimbledon titles. Roger Federer ahead of them with eight. Novak now through to the semi-finals and says that it was like two completely different matches. He was a better, better player for two sets. I went out, had a little bit of a refreshment, toilet break a little pep talk in the in the mirror and uh, trying to uh, it's actually truth you know? so next up Novak faces Brit Cam Norrie for a place in the final Nick Kyrgios is back on court tonight in the quarterfinals and look to AFL now, Brett, a Lions star faced the tribunal last night, charged with pushing his opponent into the path of an umpire. Yes, and Eric Hipwood has avoided suspension for that uh, incident last week. It was quite unusual, pushing uh, Ryan Gardner, as you said, into an umpire. He was found guilty of careless contact, but walks away with a $2,500 fine. Teammate Hugh McCluggage says that's a big boost ahead of their battle with the Bombers this weekend. Hippie's a great player. He's so mobile, he's so versatile, and he's a really hard matchup so he would probably admit that his first game or two back would have been tough off the ACL trying to get his touch back. Now Gold Coast appears on the cusp of ending the speculation surrounding Stuart Jew. The Herald Sun reporting this morning that the Suns could announce as soon as today the coach has been awarded a two-year deal. He did enter the season under a huge amount of pressure with uh, Alastair Clarkson of course a coaching free agent. The four-time premiership coach has been in uh, early talks with the Giants. And lastly, we look to NRL and good news here. A Queensland star has been cleared of his latest concussion. Yeah, Kalen Ponga is in Camp Maroon. They're off to uh, Warwick at the moment to hold a, a camp there. And he told Channel 7 that he passed his latest concussion testing. I had to do the head concussion and just go through those protocols. So I had a meeting um, yesterday and cleared it and now I'm here. Cam Munster has opted to stay in Brisbane. He's receiving treatment for his shoulder injury ahead of the origin decider next week. And in some other NRL news, Reese Walsh looks set to return to the Broncos. He's asked for a release from his contract at the Warriors. He's only been there for... Uh, barely a season. Uh, he left the Broncos to join them, but looks like he's coming back. Thanks so much, Brett.
Thank you, Maddie. If the floods weren't enough, Sydney siders are also dealing with a mass rat migration. Norwegian sewer rats are being flooded out of the city's tunnel systems and are seeking refuge in people's homes. Pest controllers say southwest suburbs are also dealing with a major mice problem and should seek help from professionals if they spot a rodent. And that's all you need to know to start your day with Australia Today's morning agenda in your podcast feed from 6.30am every weekday morning. And you can also find the latest episode and a whole new world of audio by downloading the Listener app for free. I'm Madeline Palmer. Thanks for your company. Have a great day and we'll see you tomorrow.